All day, we in here. I know you're gonna dig this. I know you're rocking. You're now tuned in to the Cool Kids Morning Show. Pop Life Radio, bringing you the best in pop, hip hop, and R&B. You are now rocking. It's the Cool Kids Morning Show. Yeah. You are now tuned into Zion, the Archangel, and your girl, Harmony Love. The station with the best, 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 best music. Best music. I love the music. This is Pop Life Radio, and you're listening to the Cool Kids. WATB 1420 AM, WBLK 96.3 FM, KAZI 88.7 FM, Pop Life Radio, Cool Kids Morning Show, and I'm your host, Zion, the great I am, and I'm joined by my super sexy co-host, Harmony Love. What's good, Harmony Love? I'm doing so good, Z. What's up with you? Hey, we back in the building, baby. We better than ever. Hey, I guess y'all thought we was out of here. Nope. <laughs> and let me tell you, listeners, we have so, so, so much to discuss. We got a big old rundown. I'm talking about celebrity news. Yeah. Tiffany Haddish, Kevin Hart, Future, Nicki Minaj, a lot, lot more. Yeah, we, we talking about everybody, man. Like, we, we still bringing y'all the latest and greatest in celebrity news. And also, we, get, we putting it in for the culture. And look, we even have news about OnlyFans, Netflix, and even Toy Dolls. Plus, we're talking about Atlanta Cigar Week. Yep. So you know what? Let's go ahead and get it in, Z. What's up? All right. So let me tell you something that I, I found out online, Z. What's up? So People Magazine is putting out that Tiffany Haddish and Aerie Spears are being sued. What? And let me tell you. Okay, so the People Magazine said Haddish is being accused of grooming two underage siblings, leaving them traumatized for life. What? Tiffany Haddish done me too? Some children? Man, this news was so unexpected. I have no idea what's going to be the outcome, but I got to hear more. But see, Tiffany Haddish says, look, I know people have a bunch of questions. I get it. I'm right there with you. Unfortunately, because there is an ongoing legal case, there's very little that I can say right now. And that's what her statement is. She actually had something to say. You know, a lot of times celebrities, when bad news come out, they don't say anything. Hey, I told y'all R. Kelly wasn't going to be the last one, man. Like, it's 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 a, it's a lot of stuff going on. But look, we're not going to, you know, condemn her because we don't know the details to it. But like I told y'all, you know, women can be out there molesting people too now. So, man, I... I just, I just hated to hear about Tiffany Haddish. That's all. Like, I, I hated to hear about R. Kelly. Imagine, <laughs> imagine how that, how that made me feel to know that R. Kelly wasn't allowing grown women to use the bathroom. <laughs> well, on to other celebrity news. Man, Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock, they still talking each about Will Smith on stage in Britain. Hey, that's that's a tough one, man. Cause you know, I love Dave Chappelle, love Chris Rock. I always was a super fan of Will Smith, but hey, I hear that Chris Rock and and and, and Dave Chappelle, two of the greatest in in the comedy industry, is going in on Will. So this is what happened. So while they on stage in Liverpool, England, so David just busts out and asks Chris, "So did that did that shit hurt?" <laughs> <laughs> and Rock said, "God dang on right, that mf hit me over a gay joke." 
the nicest joke I ever told. Now that's my paraphrase, cause he said some more, you know, real like real comedic words, but that's my paraphrase. Hold on, a gay joke? The joke was considered a gay joke saying she was bald and alopecia? What that got to do with gayness? That's I'm just saying that was what Rock said to oh. to Dave's comment about asking him did it did it hurt when he, when Will slapped him? Wow. That did what he said. So I mean, look. Wow. Like I said, that was a paraphrase. He said another another word for gay, but yeah, he yeah. basically said it was a gay joke, and it was like one of the nicest jokes I ever I ever told, and yeah, it hurt. Wow. So, there it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> well, you know, I also read this story about this teacher. What about it? She's a millionaire now. A million, a millionaire-ess. Hold on. Who are we talking about? Are we talking about Teacher Bay or this another teacher? Oh, no. This is another teacher. So, listen. So, this teacher is actually an OnlyFans millionaire right now. Hold on, just for research, what's what's her OnlyFans? Page? <laughs> I see, not I see. I just want to do a little research so, so I can make sure I bring the general public the real details. Okay, so listen, Courtney Tillier, and she also has a master's degree. Used to be a special ed teacher at a Arizona high school. Okay, she was looking at them checks. She was like, "That is not enough. It's not enough." So she, I don't know how she came up with it, but she came up with this idea. You know what? I'm going to start OnlyFans. No, I'm gonna quit my job. Then I'm going to start an OnlyFans. And on my OnlyFans, I'm just going to post sexually explicit pictures of myself. Hold on. With the special ed kid? No, not with the special ed kid. (laughs) I was going to say, hey, this thing took a left too fast. Like I said, she posted sexually explicit pictures of herself. Now, a couple of years later, she's actually a millionaire. And she takes care of herself and her family. Hold on. Okay, so what's her OnlyFans again? <laughs> I told you, Courtney Tillier. But anyway, this also to me is the kicker. Her husband is definitely on board. He like, look, go ahead and do your thing. So she married and she got kids. And her kids understand that she's an official sex worker. And she's teaching her kids to think independently and outside of the box. Wow. So there you go. Big ups to Miss Courtney, okay? Okay. <laughs> Just keep them kids out of it. Now keep them kids out of it. You're going to be like Tiffany Haddon. <laughs> you know it. Well, uh, Kanye, your boy. Okay, what Kanye talking about? Man, why is he still picking on Pete Davidson? Hey, man. Because Pete Davidson, he, he you know, he messed with that man, his wife, and his kids. He had, the, he had North sitting in his lap, you know? You know, I ain't like that. I ain't like that either. I have to say, I just, it's like, that's not part of the culture. Exactly. The culture should have just went ham when they saw that. Yeah. But let me tell you, so basically, Kanye gonna put online asking Pete uh, via his Instagram page, asking Pete how those tattoos of my kids doing in the trauma unit. (laughs) (laughs) Now, we all know that Pete sought professional help for two things. One, for his big breakup with Kim Kardashian. He claimed he was in love. Wow. And two, because all the negative attention he keeps getting when Kanye is continually roasting his behind online. But for real though, I, I feel like the funniest thing about this situation is the fact that you got another man kids on your arm. And see, at first I was like, why in the world is Pete Davidson in the trauma unit over that stuff? Like, like you so soft. But then I had to think about it. He really don't have Kim's kids tattooed on his chest. Yeah, he, he really got, got Kanye, Kanye kids tattooed on his chest. Kanye <laughs> kids. Wow. Listeners, that's too much. I, I can't do that. I can't. Mm-mm. 
Hey, man, I'm telling you, but... Man, let's go to the next step. <laughs> well, listen, I really need y'all to stay tuned because we have so much more hot topics to talk about. But before we do that, we have a great interview this week. Yeah. We are interviewing the owners or actually the founders of Atlanta Cigar Week. Mm-hmm. Now, that's in Atlanta, September the 12th through the 18th. Now, the founders are Octavia Tolliver, Henry Stokes, and Tony Hall. And stay tuned. We're talking to a couple of them next. Yep. Hey, and it's a great interview, man. Like, I mean, it was amazing. You're going to learn a lot of stuff about the culture of cigar, how it got its claim to fame to be the royal product. So just check it out, man. Mm-hmm. And then remember, you can always go online to visit and learn all about the Atlanta Cigar Week at AtlantaCigarWeek.com. Stay tuned. Yep. Keep it locked, baby. WATB 1420 AM, KAZI 88.7 FM, Cool Kids Morning Show. We out. Hi, this is Aficionado, co-founder of Atlanta Cigar Week. I'm here hanging out on Pop Life Radio with Harmony and Zion. Sometimes I get high to free my mind. Is that alright? Right, 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 right. Sometimes I get drunk to pass the time. Is that alright? Is that alright? Let's roll up some, let's pull up some, let's roll, let's pull, let's roll up some, let's pull up some, let's roll up some, let's pull up some, let's roll, let's pull, let's roll up some, let's pull up some. Sometimes I get high to get you off my brain. Is that alright? Sometimes I like to get wasted. Sometimes I like to get faded. I forgot what I was finna say. Let's roll up some. Let's pull up some. Let's roll, let's pull, let's roll up some. Let's pull up some. Let's roll up some. Let's pull up some. Let's roll, let's pull, let's roll up some. Let's pull up Ever noticing Bank was broken full of overages Cruising five miles spoken this My heart was cold and so emotionless Here, 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 here I can't hear my own thoughts Hell yeah, yeah, yeah Silence every phone call Too much thinking and too much time in the attic Too much drinking and too much weed for my habit Too much passion and too much swag for the average Don't need to explain if you can't change what happened Now who says, now who says I can't get stoned Now who cares, now who cares who's right, who's wrong If you find and declare a new life With new air, a new flight, with new stairs You might move on and get faded You might move on and upgrade it You might move on and just Get that bullshit out of the way Right, 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 right Let's roll up some Let's pull up some Let's roll, let's pull, let's roll up some All day, we in here. I know you're gonna dig this.
You're now tuned in to the Cool Kids Morning Show. Pop Life Radio, bringing you the best in pop, hip-hop, and R&B. You are now rocking. It's the Cool Kids Morning Show. Yeah. You are now tuned into Zion, the Archangel, and your girl, Harmony Love. The station with the best, 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 best music. Best music. I love the music. Turn it up. This is Pop Life Radio, and you're listening to the Cool Kids. WBLK 96.3, WATV 1420 AM, and Pop Life Radio. I'm Harmony Love, and Pop Life listeners, we have another amazing lifestyle story for you today. If you love cigars, and even if you are just curious, you are in the right place now. In the studio, we have an entrepreneur who also loves cigars. She'll be discussing her annual event held right here in Atlanta. And if you want to rub shoulders with some of Atlanta's elite in the cigar world, you'll be in Atlanta September the 12th through the 18th. Here to tell us all about it is one of the founders of Cigar Week Atlanta. Let's welcome to Pop Life Radio, Octavia Tolliver. How are you this morning? I'm doing amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, no problem. I'm so excited to speak to you. So I just want to give you a precursor. I have never smoked a cigar before, so I'm a newbie in this, okay? <laughs> well, that's good because we specialize in newbies. <laughs> okay, all right. So, so first things first, where in the world in Atlanta can you go and hang out to enjoy a cigar? Oh, wow. Well, we actually have over a hundred and I believe it's 120 now cigar shops and lounges um, in the metro Atlanta area. And it's literally one of the largest cigar markets in the country. The number is just insane. We're very spoiled here. But even in addition to the cigar lounges and shops, there's so many cigar-friendly spaces as well. And we utilize uh, several of them actually during the week. Okay, then. So, so speaking of, Cigar Week is coming up starting September the 12th. So what are some of the events that we can look forward to during that week? So this is this is our sixth Atlanta Cigar Week. We started in 2017, and every year we just kind of get bigger and bigger. We try to venture out to different places. So this year, we're starting out with our award show at Studio Cigar Lounge right there in Fairburn. It's a beautiful two-level building. It's really, really beautiful. Tuesday, we're at Finer Things. That's at the Four Seasons. So that's just focusing on the finer things in life, the luxuries, the, the really beautiful thing, um, nice rooftop situation that overlooks Atlanta. We're at Fellowship Lounge, which is downtown Atlanta. We're at District Nightclub on Thursday for She Smokes 2. Ending the week at a block party in, in Sandy Springs, car show block party. That's actually a collaboration with Uptown Car Club, which is a classic car club. They focus on uh, vehicles from the 80s, 90s. So if anyone loves cars, definitely make sure you guys come out to that. We, I mean, it's, it's action-packed, like honestly. Yeah, so there's a lot to look forward to, actually. <laughs> okay, because two of the events that I'm definitely looking forward to, for actually any event that has to do with food, so we can go ahead and just say that right now. I'm good for okay. that. Okay. <laughs> then you have the 90s block party. I'm excited about that. I love the 90s. And yep. then also, She Smokes too on Thursday. I'm, of course, I know that has to be headed by you, right? Absolutely. That's my baby. Okay. <laughs> so She Smokes too is actually an event that started in 2016. 
And that was actually kind of like my entry into the space. Um, I've smoked for probably about 15, 14, 15 years, something like that. However, in 2016, I started doing that event and it was really just kind of catered to women that, you know, wanted to come out and smoke and learn about cigars and things like that, but didn't necessarily want to walk into a boys club. You know, it was just a bit intimidating for most women. And so kind of started doing that event and I did it in spaces that were friendly to women who were not necessarily cigar smokers. They just wanted to come out, have a good time, maybe have a cigar, maybe not have a cigar. Maybe they just wanted to kind of a network and things like that. And so I did it in spaces that were conducive to that. And so it just worked, you know, and so that is actually, that is definitely one of our marquee events every year. People definitely look forward to that. It's always just a really high energy, like I said, at that district this year. So it should be a lot of fun. Okay. Well, you know, do you feel like it's your job to be the ambassador for women who like to smoke cigars? Like, how big is that responsibility? <laughs> the funny thing is, I don't, I, I don't think it's my responsibility, but I think that, you know, I mean, naturally, it's kind of become my responsibility just because, you know, when I kind of first started, there weren't as many women kind of on the forefront in that in this way. And my platform has just kind of grown exponentially. And I'm very, very grateful for that. And so I've, I've, I have taken on that responsibility and I, I take it very seriously. And, you know, I, I do the best that I can to just really encourage other women that want to come into the space, either just on the consumer side where they just want to come out and have a cigar and learn about them or other women that want to actually work in this space and create their own platforms and their own spaces uh, to do either the same thing I'm doing or something similar or something completely different. So yeah, it, it's, been, it's been a fun, a fun journey though. Very, very fun journey. Okay. Well, you know what? Can you describe for me like your very first cigar experience and like what made you fall in love with the culture? You know, it's funny. It's actually funny. I, it, I was very young, first of all. Let's just start there. And so a guy took me on a date to a cigar lounge. It was kind of weird. I was like, what is this thing? Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> I mean, I was young. I was like early 20s. And so, you know, I didn't know what that was. All I knew was nightclubs at the time. And so it just felt very strange. But then the more I sat there, people kind of were coming in, having their meetings and kind of networking and things like that. I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. And honestly, I mean, the cigar people ask me all the time, like, what was the first cigar? I'm like, I really don't even remember the first cigar because I probably didn't like the experience of the cigar itself. But for me, it was really more of the atmosphere. And so with that, I kind of just went on a journey to learn more about the cigar itself because I felt that that was important. If I'm going to be in this space, hanging out in this space, you know, at the time I had no intention of actually being in the space working. But, you know, I wanted to learn about what am I putting in my body? What is this thing? And so I went on this just education journey and yeah, here I am. I, I think I just grew to love the cigar just after kind of learning more about it and trying different things and seeing what my palate, you know, resonated with. So, Okay, so if I hear you right, then maybe it's more about the aesthetic, about how it felt being in the, being in the scene. Initially, that's what it was for me. Yeah, initially, that's what it was for me. But, you know, it's the same thing as people say that certain drinks are an acquired taste. They use that term often when they're referring to drinks or different foods. It's an acquired taste. You know, most people don't start out loving a cigar the first time they try it. Do you know what I mean? But the more you are experiencing the flavors and the notes in the cigars and are able to kind of identify some of these things that you're actually tasting, you grow to appreciate it. Do you know what I mean? Right, right. Okay, so pardon my naivete. I already told you I'm a newbie. 
So, please, <laughs> okay, so please, pardon me. What is the major difference between a cigarette and a cigar? And I'm actually, and I, my, I think my partner actually joined in. Henry, do you want to take this one? Oh, yeah, I can take that one. I mean, it's a humongous <laughs> difference. So, with the cigar, it's it's more long leaf tobacco. So you and the whole thing is tobacco. So cigars are constructed of filler tobacco, binder tobacco, and wrapper tobacco. So it's all tobacco. Whereas a cigar has the filter, has the chemicals, and has the paper. Um, and with cigars, the same chemicals, the same treatment that they're doing to cigarette tobacco, it's not it's not the same. Where they're putting the chemicals, they're adding nicotine and all those things to the cigarettes themselves. Whereas cigars is more about just the natural essence of the tobacco itself. Okay, then. Okay, well, then, Henry, while I got you on the phone, then, history-wise, how did it come about that cigars managed to get, like, a, this mystique of class and sophistication, but cigarettes, and even marijuana, even in the states that are, you know, that it is legal in now, it has, like, a less attractive brand in general. How did cigars become the way that they are? Well, cigars themselves historically have always been something that held regard by people of more prestige. Back in the 1700s, actually, the the purpose of the cigar ban was to show which royal family owned that particular lot of cigars. So it was always something that was held for the most esteemed and the most privileged people. So the history of the cigars themselves was always a culture of, you know, privilege. And so it just continued that mainly due to the price point, but that whole privilege of the cigar always held that prestige. Okay, then. Now, now hold that thought. We're speaking with Octavia Tolliver and Henry Stone, a few of the founders of Atlanta Cigar Week. Keep it locked. We'll be back in a minute with more details about the upcoming event. Hi, this is Aficionado, co-founder of Atlanta Cigar Week. I'm here hanging out on Pop Life Radio with Harmony and Zion. I'm sipping wine in a robe. I look too good to be alone. My house clean, my pool warm. Just shake smooth like a newborn. We should be dancing, romancing in the east swing and the west wing of this mansion. What's happening? I ain't playing no games. Every word that I say is coming straight from the heart. So.
we're back and if you're just tuning in we're speaking with octavia Tolliver and henry stone two of the founders of atlanta cigar week now back to our interview when i see and hear references of cigars i always think of somebody sitting with a cigar in one hand and a hard liquor in the other now i'm a foodie so i can't help but bring up the culinary arts when it comes to food parents how do you know that a dish is a good pairing for a cigar so I'm a foodie myself. I actually cook all the time. So okay. with cigars, every cigar has different notes. You're going to pick up different flavor profiles from every single cigar. So you can, the same way you would pair your wine with the cigar, you could do the same with I mean, your wine, with your food, you could do the same with your cigar. You know, because you can get a cigar that has some spicy notes or some chocolate notes, some, you know, all sorts of things because the tobacco is grown in so many regions so you can get so many different nuances for the cigar so pairing food with our cigars is actually something that we do all the time and so these notes that we're talking about is that taste or smell or both taste both taste and smell yeah with, with the cigars you can pick up taste from different different things so yeah it's about the taste and kind of pairing those flavors from the taste of the cigar to those flavor profiles and the taste that you're going to get at the food Okay. All right. Now, Octavia, and I'm saying this in my most, you know, upscale voice. So, you are a certified cigar sommelier tobacconist. <laughs> Can you please yeah. tell us more? What in the world is that? I mean, in, in very simple terms, it is a person who is skilled and certified, of course, to operate in certain types of hospitality settings. So, country clubs, hotels, things like that. And ultimately what they do is they sell tobacco. They can lightly educate on tobacco, uh, present certain tobacco, specifically premium cigars, which is what we're referring to here. So ultimately that's pretty much it. I mean, they're educating on etiquette, on history, things like that. That's pretty much what it means. So ultimately I, I, I had to, like I said, whenever I kind of went on my journey and I just wanted to kind of delve a bit deeper into what is a cigar what is it where does it come from what is the history of it um so there's actually like a tobacco university and a tobacconist university excuse me and yeah you get certified through that university which is like a series of courses okay well uh, speaking of and that same note of educating you know people about smoking cigars people have been more health conscious lately uh, people who are curious but never smoked a cigar before can you share like the main upsides or downsides to health like it's been said that like if you drink wine it could be healthy in ways but other alcohol can be opposite so would you say that you know cigars is to cigarettes as you know wine is to hard liquor like what's the health benefit or not to smoking cigars Actually, yeah, you can liken it to that. I mean, the cigar itself is, I mean, of course, there is no healthy option of smoking. But the cigar itself, because the, the way you do consume a cigar, where you, you're not inhaling the cigar, it's more of you taking the cigar in and blowing the smoke out. So you're going to get, you're not going to get as much smoke into your lungs. And then also in the fermentation process of the tobacco, when we're taking it from the green leaf, drying it out, becomes the, the brown leaf that becomes a cigar, is actually pushing a lot of the nicotine out. And you're not adding the same chemicals to the cigar as you would to a cigarette. So there's, there's not the same carcinogenics in the cigar that you would get in the cigarette. So the chances to, of health risks are a lot slimmer with the cigar. Okay, then. Now, Octavia, Mm -hmm. Anybody who wants to be in the business of cigars, like you're not not just you know smoking a cigar for recreational purposes, they want to actually get into the business 
And the same thing that a club or restaurant has to have liquor licenses and the stigma that it can be very hard for a business owner, let alone a black business owner, obtain and keep the correct licenses. Are there special licenses a cigar club or restaurant needs to have to be able to smoke and sell cigars? I mean, there, there's a tobacco license, and ultimately that allows, there's a tobacco license, there's a tobacco retail license, there's various licenses, obviously that would be determined by what state you're in, exactly what you're trying to do with the cigars, you're trying to make a cigar, trying to sell cigars, you're trying to sell your own brand of cigars. So there's various licenses, I would just recommend anyone just kind of look into your state and what those requirements are before kind of just kind of going out and selling a cigar at a, at, a, at a park or something like that. Okay, basically make sure you know what you're doing. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> now, uh, Henry, I'm a tech person, and understanding and having to explain to someone else what an NFT is, it can be a bit challenging. So I see that yeah. you have an NFT cigar company. Can you explain right. in layman's term first what is an NFT and how does your NFT cigar company work? So NFT is a non-fungible token. That is the definition of NFT. And simply what an NFT is, is a digital work that is on the blockchain. That, so on the blockchain, it shows the true ownership of this digital piece. In terms of the company, so what we're building is a cigar brand where you actually own a digital image of the cigar as well as the box of cigars. So within the cigar culture, there are cigars actually can be consider collectibles and you know items that go to auction that you can keep because if you are able to humidify that cigar properly they can last for a lifetime so with having an nft as well it creates certificate authenticity for that unique box of cigars where we're only release you know limited quantity of the cigars and then within our lounge you would have to have that nft and it acts as your membership card to enter the lounge Oh, okay then. So I heard something that's interesting. So you're saying a cigar can last a lifetime. How do you preserve a good cigar? How do you store it? How, you know, what what is that expected to look like? So it's what we call a humidor. So you will put your cigars in a humidor. So cigars are still living and breathing organisms. So they need to be around between 68 and 72% humidity at all times. So having a humidor, you can give one as small as a little desktop humidor. You can put on your counter and hold about 20 cigars to a cabinet that holds thousands of cigars. And, you know, it releases, you know, water moisture, preferably distilled water. You add this to the humidifier and it just missed the cigar, so the cigars stay moist and stay fresh. And as long as that, that humidor works, those cigars will be able to be smoked. Okay, that sounds like a plan. Now, Henry, I already I talked to Octavia about some of the events during the upcoming Atlanta Cigar Week. Which event are you looking forward to the most? I'm looking forward to Behind Closed Doors the most, to be honest. So that's an event that we do where we kind of take a space and convert it into our cigar experience that's a food cigar fashion art so all those things we combine together kind of like this play on your senses and this year we're doing it at a really cool production studio so we can build out sets i'm a, just a creative at heart so i like to play and kind of design things so it's going to be i'm excited to see how we actually lay this space out and the experience that the people will be able to get going through these multiple rooms with with different features this year Okay, so you did say food, right? Because that's probably going to be the one that oh, I'm yeah, at. for sure. Okay. <laughs> food, food is important. Food is important. 
Yeah, we there's, there will always be food. We actually do a cool thing for our VIP. So I have a home that I converted into an art gallery. So every day we'll have for our VIPs at a private chef dinner with two bars by our sponsor Bacardi and cigars. So every day we're pairing food and we're giving the VIPs a food experience every single day. Okay, that sounds like a plan. Well, Octavia and Henry, it was so great speaking to you today. I would love for you to share with us your social media handles and how to find Atlanta Cigar Week online. Yeah, we're on, we're on all platforms at Atlanta Cigar Week. And then you can find me personally at Herficionado, H-E-R-S-I-C-I-O-N-A-D-O. And me personally, it's just Henry A. Stokes, my name. All right. And listeners, you still have time to purchase your tickets for this amazing event. All you have to do is visit AtlantaCigarWeek.com. And remember also to tune in to the Cool Kids Morning Show each and every week on Pop Life Radio, where pop culture lives. I'm Harmony Love, and until next time, thank you, Octavia and Henry, for your time. Thank, thank you, you so much. Time. We appreciate you, Harmony. Oh, no problem. All right. Sounds great. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Hi, this is Aficionado, co-founder of Atlantis Cigar Week. I'm here hanging out on Pop Life Radio with Harmony and Zion. Should be too lit, should be four lit. Pick me up a four six. Got a got a with another another. We ain't tripping cause we all here. Yeah, we all with the. F- yeah, we all. With the f- We ain't trippin' cause we all here Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's the shit I like hey. I ain't got no type, I can't decide Girls like girls like girls, they can't deny Thinkin' with a side of why No, it ain't no tellin' what we might do But she in a pen, I wear tight, yo We forgot me, so she got my eyes closed Oh yeah, that's my girl and that's our wife, too Lit, we fall lit Pick me up four six, got a got a with another another. We ain't trippin' cause we all here. Yeah we all with the. F- yeah we all with the. F- too lit, we four lit. Uh. Okay. We ain't trippin' cause we all here. <laughs> you know we all with it. All I might just quit it and never call. Just might see my other group pullin' up with y'all. Pick the shovels up and bend it over top. Hey, put that phone down, my young f***ing girl. Hey, put some money up if you're so independent, girl. Man, I'm just trying to pull some diamonds in your pen to get your fit. Residential streets and private just outside the city. One thing I can't stand is a pity. Can't keep your business to yourself. Don't go to telephone. By where you been and how much you be selling for. Don't want to see you with a telescope. Tell them go. Be too lit. Be four lit. Pick me up four six. Got a, got a, with another, another. We ain't trippin' cause we all here. Yeah, we all with the f. Yeah, we all with the f. Too lit, we fall lit. We ain't trippin' cause we all here. Hey, dollar hit it, BOB hit. Uh, tip hit it, TC hit. Hey, I feel like we the new dog pound. Uh, she no dollar getting money now. Uh, I'm a pass like Cam, yeah. I'm a pass like Kate, ooh. I got diamonds on my neck, I got diamonds on my red, put some diamonds on my main bill. Uh. And the boy so heavy, put a rollie on my lady, darling, need a new baby, yeah. 
stay lit. He still ain't heard about dollar. You should come to my city. Should be too lit. Should be four lit. Pick me up at four six. Got up, got up. With a not up, not up. We ain't tripping 'cause we all here. Yeah, we all with the fuck. Yeah, we all with the fuck. Too lit. Should be four lit. We ain't tripping 'cause we all here. WATV 1420 AM, WBLK 96.3, Cool Kids Morning Show, Pop Life Radio. This is your boy, Zion the Great I Am, and I'm joined by Harmony Love. What's good, Harmony Love? Second half, let's get to it. I know, man, that Atlanta Cigar Week interview was so, so good. Yeah, man. I hope y'all going to be in the building, man, because they got so many great events, man. You're going to get to know about the history. You're going to be able to rub shoulders with all the who's who's in the industry of cigars, man. And step your game up, you know? Either be there or be square, man. And see, I'm looking forward to the food, and I'm looking forward to that 90s block party. Exactly. Now, Uzi, now you know I love relationships, and I don't like nobody be messing around when people be trying to, like, mess over other people's relationships, right? Yeah. But why your boy Future is saying in a new song of his that he'd holler at Beyonce? Hey, I feel like he's just doing that for clickbait. <laughs> well, um, I did do my, a little bit of research, so listen here. Yep. So basically, Future is featured on a new song with a rapper, Rapper, real, Boston, Richie. Dude. Sorry, Mr. Richie, because I, I don't really know much of Richie's music. But the song is called Bullseye 2. Yeah. And he says, look, if Jay-Z were my friend, i holler at B. But it's rumored that he said that because in a previous rap that Jay-Z put out on his album 444, he so-called put shots out there to Future. Oh, for real? And it's this so-called a clapback. Oh, okay. So basically, Future's beef with Jay-Z on his album was, why is you even mentioning my name? We supposed to be cool. And how you mentioned it was uh, basically saying, Future, why are you up there trying to rep and take up for the NFL when you need to be repping and talking about rapping and like leaving the NFL alone? But why? And so Future says, look, I stepped to Jay-Z, asked him about it. And Jay-Z was like, oh, I didn't know you was going to take it like that. I really didn't mean it like, you know, how you took it. But I, I did it. I said it. Yeah. So then I guess this is Future's clapback. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I guess an eye for eye. Okay, yeah. I mean, that makes sense to me. Eye for eye, shot for a shot. <laughs> and speaking of rappers. Yeah. And you know I love me some superhero Marvel Universe, right? Yeah. Megan The Stallion was in an episode of Marvel's new show, She-Hulk. Hey, you know what? For real, though, like, I grew up on Marvel comic books because I was a straight diehard. You know, one of my favorite characters is the Incredible Hulk and Dr. Strange. You know, they was always good. But She-Hulk, I knew about her, liked her a little bit. But at, I was actually kind of skeptical about this new release of the She-Hulk because I was hoping, you know, since Stan Lee ain't around, that Disney don't mess it up. But mm -hmm. they, they actually doing a pretty good job. Yeah, so I like this new series, She-Hulk, but I didn't know if Megan Thee Stallion's part was more epic or more silly, because why in the world at the end of the episode, uh, sorry, spoiler alert for anybody who want to cover their ears, why in the world was Megan Thee Stallion and She-Hulk twerking together? 
it was kind of like an ode to, you know what I'm saying, her, 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 her brand, her brand, her success and all that stuff like that. And, you know, I don't really want to criticize it too much because I don't know if they gave, you know, Megan the Stallion the free range to be like, you know, what you want to do in it. You can come up with any idea and they let the two actresses come together and just collaborate and, and they came up with it. But I have to say, I mean, it's still a little good. It was entertaining, so, you know, I'm about that life. And also, Megan Thee Stallion, she said, look, I want to have an actress career kind of like Queen Latifah. Yeah. And I want to be able to produce, and I want to be able to direct. So I hope to see her on a big screen, like, more and more. Oh, she said that? She sure did. Oh, that's what's up, man. This was the number one movie on Netflix. Anybody trying to do that Netflix and chill? What? Okay, it's called Me Time. What? And it's starring Kevin Hart. Mark Wahlberg and Regina Hall. Hey, let me tell y'all something. People be sleeping on Regina Hall. If you really want to see some of the best comedy from her, go and watch the past episodes of Real Husbands of Hollywood. Of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. All them episodes with Regina is killer. I'm talking about fall on the floor, hold your stomach. Like, she, like she's so crazy. funny, bro. Mm-hmm. Okay, Z Dang, back to my story if you don't mind. But guess why uh, Me Time is, you'll never guess why it's number one. Why is number one? Because it's like the worst Netflix movie like ever came out. <laughs> ever created. I mean, Kevin alone, Mark Wahlberg alone, Regina Hall alone, they are so popular. They are just so amazing. But apparently, the parent of Kevin Hart and Mark Wahlberg is not a moneymaker in this movie. Hey, you know what? I watched it, and you know, I was kind of entertained. I didn't feel like it was the best movie in the world, but at the same time, I watched it, and I mean, for what it's worth, I feel like, you know, it was okay. Well, it's rumored that a lot of the a lot of the acting was winging it. Like, you know, it was kind of improv. Oh, for real? Yeah, so apparently the director said, just Kevin, Mark, we trust you. Y'all just do y'all thing. Y'all bounce off of each other. And I know it's supposed to be kind of like a buddy comedy movie, but I mean, I didn't really feel the 100% chemistry between the two of them. So basically, you said the, the director, whoever, he was just lazy, <laughs> and he had a budget. <laughs> so basically, he got them two superstars, well, three superstars in there, and he was like, hey, y'all do y'all thing, and hopefully we're going to collect some checks at the end of the day. Sound like you know how it works, huh? Exactly. <laughs> well, Toy Maker Mattel... They are making a new Barbie doll. You know, they always they always try to stay up to breast with pop culture yeah. anyway. Yeah. But they have a new dog, the Madam C.J. Walker Barbie doll. Uh-oh. Now, everybody's supposed to already know, but I'm about to fill y'all in. So, Madam C.J. Walker was a successful entrepreneur, and she was the first documented self-made millionaire. And, of course, she was a black woman. So, there you go. Hey, you know what? I ain't trying to hate, but, you know, all these black women out here that, you know, they making change in the culture. They getting dogs. So I'm like, come on, man. G.I. Joe, where y'all Martin Luther King dog? <laughs> or, or since G.I. Joe is more aggressive, what about what is Malcolm X? Malcolm X. Yeah. You know, I never thought about that. They always making females exactly. into dogs. Or G.I. Joe could do the whole Black Panther unit, man. It's like you hate Is it you want a dog too? Nah, man. I can make my own dog. I do 3D on the side, y'all. Okay, but anyway, speaking of dogs, then I got another one for you. Yep. Nicki Minaj might get a Bratz doll in her likeness. Oh, that's what's up. So basically what Bratz did, the company to make the dolls, they posted on Twitter and they posted on IG. And what they did was they they posted an inspired image of Nicki Minaj dressed up like a Bratz doll. 
So basically, they got the word of the C.J. Walker dog that Barbie was doing. And they like, hey, they about to get all the black folks' money, so we got to make something, too, that's going to get some of these black coins. Exactly, because this is the thing. I feel like it was just clickbait, because there's no promise that this doll is even going to be made. Exactly. But, so, these are the numbers, though. So, basically, after the post, on IG, it had 72,000 likes. And then on Twitter, it had over 90,000 likes and over 12,000 retweets. So I just feel like they just posted it for clickbait purposes. And they have no plans on creating a Nicki Minaj Bratz doll. But of course, her fans would just definitely love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what that is. Well, you know, listeners, that's our hot topics for today. It was a great show. What I need you to do is make sure you are participating in the Atlanta Cigar Week. It is September the 12th through the 18th. Yo, y'all keep it locked right there because we back, baby. We better than ever, man. We going to keep these shows coming out like every, every week. WATB 1420 AM, KAZI 88.7 FM, and WBLK 96.3 Cool Kids Morning Show, Pop Life Radio, Zion the Great I Am. And I was joined by my super sexy co-host, Harmony Love. It's your girl. See you next time. Yeah, let's keep it locked, baby. Girl, I just got my own business, but I don't know how to get everyone to know about it. What I'm going to do? Calling all you rappers and business owners or anyone that's ever wanted to get your music heard or your product to the masses, this is your chance. Hit us up at 678-744-9851 or email us with your request at info at yulradio.com. Girl, what's that number again? 678-744-9851. Mic check, mic check. One, two, one, two. Mic check, mic check. What you gonna do? Mic check, mic check. Mic check, mic check. Ooh. It's the mic All day, we in here. I know you're going to dig this. I know you're rocking. You're now tuned in to the Cool Kids Morning Show. Pop Life Radio, bringing you the best in pop, hip-hop, and R&B. You are now rocking. It's the Cool Kids Morning Show. Yeah. You are now tuned into Zion, the Archangel, and your girl, Harmony Love. The station with the best, 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 best music. Best music. I love the music. Love the music. Best music. <laughs> your radio's up. Yo, turn it up. This is Pop Life Radio, and you're listening to the Cool Kids.